Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Passive House podcast, recorded at North American Passive House Network's conference, Passive House for All, in June 2021 in New York City. In this, the 10th of 18 interviews we recorded amidst the hustle and bustle of the conference hall floor, I chat with Craig Stevenson of Oros Group and of NAPHN. A couple of thank yous before we get started. First, Thanks to NAPHN for putting on the conference and for partnering with us on these interviews. Second, a big thanks to our sponsors who make all of our work at the Accelerator possible. Our founding sponsors are 475 High Performance Building Supply, Backstingui Architects, Glavel, Minotaire, Mitsubishi Electric Train HVAC US, Partel, RDH Building Science, Rockwell North America, Stocorp, and Zola Windows. Our champion sponsor is SIGA, and our stakeholder partner is NYSERDA, the New York State Energy Research and Development Authority. So with that, please enjoy my interview with Craig. Fantastic. We're here with Craig Stevenson, who is founder, principal, president of Oros Group. Did I get those those titles correct? Close, anyway? Yeah. <laughs> Chief bottle washer, we'll go with that one. But I am a co-founder of the Oros Group and president. Yeah, awesome. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about the Oros Group? Oros Group is a consultancy and technology company that uh, we like to play in the intersection between building science and data science. So uh, we provide a lot of support for high building, uh, high performance buildings and um, the digital outcome of those buildings. So when it goes into operations, we like to operationalize the model and use it for operational purposes. And that's kind of the space we play in. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting work. And um, you're taking the data driven um, kind of information and design and empowerment really to a different level with the work that you're doing. It's pretty cool to, to see. That's exactly right. It's, yeah. you know, when we look at the data side of the building performance and what they're doing, we saw a gap early on a few years ago. And you look at other industries like, you know, automotive, aerospace, uh, uh, manufacturing, there's six decimals on their simulation. And then they use that simulation in their operations. And we look at the building sector and what we're doing with data science, we're using historics, to give us our outcomes on future performance. Yeah. And it doesn't answer totally the question, was the building doing what it was supposed to do? Is the yeah. building you know, paying back what I invested, especially for PassPass? So what we did is we developed a platform that operationalizes the model, uses it for, for, for performance for all forms of energy and uh, temperature, humidity, and um, CO2 and indoor air quality. And we have patents around that on that platform, so we're really excited about the yeah. space we're in. And you you also joined the the NAPHN board a few years ago, right? Has it been four years? I, I did. It's yeah. been about four years yeah. now. So what what is uh what what drew you to that role, and what what have you been up to during that time? Uh, just uh, seeing the macro trends in the industry. When you look at the macro trends in the construction industry, I mean, buildings are using forty percent of the energy in the United States. Climate change is real, you know, and it's sort of a, a litmus test for you know. Um, what we have to do in our industry to start changing buildings. I was an early sustainability person. I'm certified in literally every form of sustainability commonly practiced in the United States. Um, I've got all the acronyms, but the Passive House to me, what attracts me to Passive House is it's foundationally the first step. 
And that's, if you don't get the building envelope right, and if you don't get your thermal barrier and your air infiltration, exfiltration, everything you do to fix sustainability in the building, you'll pay a premium for because you have to fix it with an active system. You got to plow more air to keep the old stuff out, you know, the outside out and the inside in. That's what we do in historic buildings. And if you're looking at an energy performance, passive house is a foundationally first step and same thing with air quality. You know, when you talk about air infiltration and exfiltration in buildings, we want that air to come through our ductwork and we want to filter it. That goes directly to indoor air quality. So passive house is foundationally how you get to the entire sustainability metrics of a building. And when I started um, getting in practicing passive house, you know, our network is so tight. And Ken said it early in his his intro to uh, the conference is that, you know, our superpower is our network. And it really is. So I got involved with Passive House. Um, I, was, I was engaged by the community. I was pulled in with the people and how wonderful and easy they are to work with to yeah. learn about Passive House. And then naturally, um, an opportunity worked out to help um, NAPHN you know, redevelop its board and bring in a lot more professional people that understand how to scale an, a nonprofit and move that nonprofit into a different echelon. And that's what I was really excited about when I joined them about four years ago. Yeah. And you have some big announcements to make. We do. <laughs> do you want to share? What time share is it? A little bit? We'll, we'll keep mom's word. We'll this will, this will, this will after. release after, you, after the public announcement. No doubt. <laughs> so I'll be taking over as um, board chair for NEPHN um, starting at the end of the year. I'll be working with Bronwyn in transition for my current role as treasurer and board member of NEPHN into board chair. And quite frankly, it's uh, a little intimidating seeing uh, the, the trail Bronwyn has blazed, Bronwyn and Ken both. So I talked Bronwyn into uh, mentoring me through this role, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, so awesome. I'm happy to, you know, I'm happy and honored um, to play a role in NAPHN and hopefully scale Passive House nationally. Um, not that it isn't already scaling on its own, but we believe we can accelerate that scale. Yeah. We believe that we can codify this in every city across the country and we could teach every builder, every architect, any building practitioner why Passive House is so important and foundational to building performance. So when I was asked to take on the board chair role, I was super excited about it. Uh, we have a board right now that's incredible. We couldn't have handpicked a better board than we have right now. Uh, Ken taking on the executive director role for us at this time, and he took over that last year, is the perfect person with the education experience and network to start talking about Passive House for All. Um, and that theme in, in our conference um, this week really resonates for me because it's Passive House for All from a, a diversity and equity and inclusion perspective, but it's also Passive House for All because that's how buildings should be built. Mm-hmm. Well said. Well said. So as you kind of look toward the future and the next few years, where, where do you want to see NAPHN in five years? Hopefully NAPHN becomes obsolete and Passive House becomes best practices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but until then, we're going to all grab an oar and we're going to row in the right direction. Yeah. Um, hopefully what we envision again, is our focus is on training of everybody, right? Train everybody to understand what Passive House is and the importance of Passive House foundationally to building performance, and then teach policymakers how to incentivize Passive House, Uh, you know, incentivizing prescriptive criteria and incentivizing um, any any performance standard that doesn't have a connection to outcome-based conditions, we believe is really where the puck was and where the puck is going 
is we're starting to see New York City's climate action plan and other cities are taking uh, the same uh, initiatives and approach to saying, listen, we have to reduce carbon. That's our goal. And we have to use an envelope first approach to do it. So in five years, if we do our jobs well, um, we become obsolete. Um, but I, I, in all realisticness, um, you know, we're just going to continue to educate as many people as we can get in front of. And we're going to uh, argue passive house for all in terms of everybody should be talking about passive house for building construction, not just for single family, but for large commercial, yeah. multifamily, municipal, university, schools, hospitals. There is proof, you know, Europeans have shown us, the Canadians have shown us, passive house can be used in every topology. And there's no reason why we can't use passive house for every building topology that's out there right now. This has been a real pleasure to talk with you, Craig, and congratulations on, on your new upcoming role here. We're really excited about it. Thank you so much. And I love what you guys are doing at the Accelerator. As a uh, board member of Passive House and, and, and future board chair, I can tell you we're committed to the Passive House Accelerator, everything it stands for, um, Passive House for All and Scaling Passive House. So we want to uh, help you out in any way you can. We're here for you. We view this Thank as a you. pure partnership yeah, with what right you guys back, are doing. Right back at you. Thank Absolutely. you very much. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed that special bonus episode of the Passive House podcast. On behalf of everyone here at the Passive House Accelerator, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more on the Passive House podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye.